Hail and well met, travelers, and welcome to the Kinky Tavern. Pull up a stool. What do you have to drink? Here, we're going to talk about different aspects of kink, leather, the BDSM community, relationships within it, and so much more. All opinions voiced in this podcast are just that, opinions, and they should not be taken as fact or medical advice. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy. If you would like to support us or follow us, we are on Patreon at The Kinky Tavern, FetLife, Twitter, and Instagram, all at The Kinky Tavern. I'm also personally on FetLife at mdizzy, E-M-D-I-Z-Z-Y. Please do not friend me on that account. You can definitely follow me, and you can friend The Kinky Tavern, but please don't friend me on that one. That's for people I know. I'm also on TikTok at MixDizzySoul. M-X-D-I-Z-Z-Y-S-O-U-L, and on Twitter at Daddy's Dizzy Soul, D-A-D-D-Y-S-D-I-Z-Z-Y-S-O-U-L, and all of those will be linked down below. Yes, and you can also find me on TikTok. Yes, I have a TikTok. I'm never on it, but you can send me stuff at uh, pup underscore Merlin underscore Wrecker, R-E-K-K-R. That is also my fat life. You can follow me there or message me or whatever. I also run the Kinky Tavern Twitter, so. And I am on FetLife at Allen's World 111. Please do not friend me. Only follow me there. Those are for people that I know. On Instagram, Lord Allen Vidra. That would be L-O-R-D-A-L-L-E-N-V-Y-D-R-A. Twitter at Lord Allen 111. And TikTok, Allen's World 111. Please follow me on TikTok so that I can get to a live. Excellent. So please give us a follow, give us a like, and keep up to date on what we're doing with the Kinky Tavern podcast. We also wanted to give extra support here for Alan, who was in a car accident a few weeks ago. I was in a car accident a couple weeks ago, day after my birthday. What a bummer. And it was a high-speed car accident. I was going about 65 whenever I hit the lady, and my brakes failed. So if you would like to donate, please donate to my Venmo or my Cash App. Um, those will be linked down below because I don't know them. The content that we discuss will likely be explicit. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Mix Disney. And I'm Pop Rocker. And I'm Alan. And today we are talking to you about praise and affirmation kinks. My favorite thing in the world. So what are praise and affirmation kinks? What does that mean? So since 2021... It has really blown up with ASMRs galore, focusing on praise and affirmation. Sadly, as I found upon researching, the educational content has not followed this trend. So I was looking at pages and pages of YouTube, looking at pages and pages of Google, and finding like maybe two or three per page that just bare minimum weren't ASMR. That doesn't mean they're good sites, that doesn't mean they're good resources, that doesn't mean they're educational or what I need, That just that they weren't porn or ASMR. So hopefully we can help with some of that and bring out some education on that. There were some podcasts, but again, I had to sort through some ASMR, which I was surprised to find on podcasts. So 
Absolutely. And I'm not discounting the ASMR and, you know, praise kink, affirmation kink videos and stuff aren't important to have. Mm-hmm. I just think it's, it's, it's just upsetting to me as an educator that there's so little education out there about it. There is probably education on it, just not where we can access it just by Googling it or anything like that. Somebody probably has written a book on it. Right. We just don't know them, so we just don't have the material. Right. And I I can't, unfortunately, buy, you know, books for each episode. Um, So I do rely a lot on YouTube podcasts and just Google search. But yeah, I did. I did actually find, um, I kind of want to shout out if we can, Loving BDSM is a really good podcast Mm -hmm. and YouTube channel, and they did have an hour-long podcast on it that was really good, and I just love them. She's a bratty baby girl. They're great. And he's like a soft but stern daddy dom, and it's just so cute to see them interact together. And they've been together for quite a while. Yeah. Very nice. Those look so good. Those do look so good. We'll post the before pictures, but I am currently boot blacking these boots that Sir found in his closet that had mold on them, and I am excited about them. Were those our wedding boots? Yeah. Oh, they were? I wore those at my wedding, yeah. He also then wore them for work afterwards. Yeah, I wore them to work because I I didn't have any other boots, so that's, that's what I had. Don't wear these beautiful, beautiful babies to work. We won't need them. They're not work boots. He has work boots now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so a praise kink is, or an affirmation kink, it can go, I've I've seen it either way, uh, is a kink in which one enjoys receiving compliments, affirmations, praise, etc. Such as, those boots are so beautiful. You're doing such a good job. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Good job. And the praise can be the focus of a scene, or it can be sprinkled, like, among your daily life. Like, I try to tell both of my partners when I'm thankful for them, and when they've done a good job, and etc. But also, like, it could be, I did have a scene one time where I was the receiver of the compliments, and it was just, god, how long was it? Like, an hour? Hour and a half? I don't remember how long it was. Of just three different people that I was really close to cycling and telling me things that they love about me and I had to repeat it and like just bawling all of us. It was intense and amazing. Again, it can be the focus of a scene or it can be something that's just sprinkled among your daily life. Um, It can point to behaviors, appearance and body parts, skills, services, um, and it's basically just letting someone know that you appreciate them and that they're loved and all the happy good things. It also can be a torture method because some people, like me, don't take compliments very well. So, yeah, like it can be for the purposes of feeling loved and valued, or if like someone doesn't take compliments well, it can be for the purposes of embarrassing them, giving them a hard time, getting them flustered. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to say that that happens to me a lot, but. If I'm at a dungeon, you know what's happening. True. (laughs) True. So why is this something that people are into? I feel like everyone has like a natural desire to feel valued and appreciated. And, you know, some people might have had a lack of kind words in their childhood or even in their life now. Maybe they do a lot of work that's kind of thankless and it just helps them. Customer service. 
If you work in customer service, you need to have a praise cake uh-huh. because my God. Mm-hmm. Caretaking, healthcare type stuff. Yes. Definitely. Um, so yeah, it's, I think it's important for some people to be able to have that in their lives at some point in time, even if it's just, you know, a quote unquote small part and it can be confidence building. Now, I will always say BDSM is not therapy, and we will be talking about that later in the, like, misconceptions and dangers area, but BDSM is not therapy, BDSM, any type of BDSM, praise kinks, affirmation kinks, whatever, is not going to build your confidence alone. You cannot peg all of your confidence, or you cannot, like, hang all of your confidence on this one thing. You have got to be doing your work elsewhere, too. Another thing that praise and affirmation kinks do is like prioritize your need for affirmation in a world that expects your service without gratitude. Especially, I hate to say it, but there are a lot of dynamics in which gratitude is not shown. And sometimes that is the kind of dynamic that someone wants and needs. And sometimes that's really hurtful. And that all comes down to communication, of course. But that's something you don't always think about. Like, I need you to tell me thank you when I make you coffee. You know, like you don't negotiate that at the beginning of a relationship. So yeah. it's just about communication. Yeah, sometimes those those little things, I don't even think about it. So a lot of the times I actually don't give, I don't say thank you or anything just because I don't think about that all the time. I think you say thank you mostly. Like almost every morning when I make your lunch, you say thank you if I if I come and tell you I made it. Otherwise, you're just running around like a chicken with your head cut off trying to get ready, but... If I come and say, hey, I did Doritos and bananas and apples and blah, 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 you know, is that okay? You're like, yeah, thank you. And so that, I feel like just that everyday gratitude is different than praise and affirmation kinks. And that's, again, just something, communicate. Talk about what you need. Talk about what you want. And sometimes, you know, things won't get better immediately. I don't do the words well. Um, He does struggle with it. He's thankful for my everyday... I, you know, things, but he does struggle with the praise kink thing and the just. <laughs> I've, I've always been a very quiet person, so I just don't vocalize very much, like, Same. at all. I, so I've always struggled with that, just in general. Yeah. And I understand I that. Struggle with, I struggle with both receiving and giving because, well, I don't know. It depends who it is. Because honestly, if it's mixed dizzy, then I could give them compliments all day long. But if it's my nesting partner, Roscoe, then I might not have the same feelings about him because we live together. It's a completely different dynamic. But my dynamic with mixed dizzy is more of like, I am their loyal subject. So I give them a lot of compliments, which is fun. You do. It is great. It's very, very nice. Because it's more than just a kink for me. It's something I didn't receive a lot of kind words in childhood. Same. You know, and it's it's important to me. Uh, the reason that I know it's important to me is because you often mirror the things that you need and want by doing them. So a lot of times I will praise and give affirmations to people and grat- I'm very thankful all the time for people. like, And I feel like that's because I wanted that growing up and I didn't get that. So I. So I do it. <laughs> you do things that you wish that you had, and we accept the love we think we deserve. Yes. Absolutely. Another thing that praise and affirmation kinks can help with is, like, specific insecurities. 
or things that were put down previously. Now again, not a replacement for therapy, not a replacement for your own confidence building. But say if, I've, I've heard about this a lot, say that you were told one time that the fact that you squirt is like disgusting. Well, mo- most people, at least that I've met, don't think that. And But at the same time, like that person that was told that's disgusting is probably going to have a hard time getting back to being able to do it because you have to relax, you have to be able to give into it. And if you've been told that's bad, that's really difficult to get through sometimes. So just that, you know, you could praise that specific insecurity or say if someone's been told that their belly's disgusting, you can worship their belly and let them know that their belly is beautiful. (sighs) Praise and affirmation can also be used to like induce gender affirmation and gender euphoria, Mm -hmm. especially for people who are not in the gender binary or, or who are not following their assigned sex at birth. And I really liked this quote by Diana Nadim, who is a clinical sexologist and a certified sex educator. She was quoted as saying, when we receive praises, it activates the reward part of our brain, specifically the ventral striatum and the ventral medial prefrontal cortex. This reward center of the brain triggers the neurotransmitters that make people ecstatic and extremely sensitive to orgasms. Hence the reason why praise and recognition can turn people on. So those parts of our brain that make us extremely sensitive to orgasms are activated by praise and affirmation. So it can help us kind of get in the mood. It can help us feel better about ourselves and feel relaxed and ready to go. In certain circumstances. I'm not saying this is the same for everybody. Everybody reacts differently to different things. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, Like hearing those words of affirmation and everything can give you that boost of serotonin or whatever that you need Mm -hmm. to help you think. So, I also have a praise kink, obviously. And um, the thing is, is that I am really weird about what I want to be praised. And so I think it's really important that in negotiations you talk about the things that you're okay with being said. Because some people like me aren't super confident about their body they're just trying to be neutral about it i'm i'm working towards body neutrality every single day and it is so hard from coming from a place where like you thought that your body was like an alien creation that like nobody has the same body type as you because yours is just too weird so like With stuff like that, you have to make sure that you're, like, actively talking about the things that you can compliment and the things that you can praise. Same thing with degradation and humiliation. You need to have that conversation with your partner or whoever you're seeing with of the things that you are okay with them saying and things that you are definitely not okay with them mentioning. Yeah, and this can can actually go right into humiliation and degradation as well, either because of the, you know, people that have a hard time taking compliments And it kind of humiliates them and embarrasses them. But also just as like, how many times have you heard in a dungeon, who's my good little slut? You know, that is a praise and a humiliation at the same time. For some, I I will say that slut can be an affirming word for you. But just in general, like calling someone a good little slut is both at the same time degrading them and praising them for being degraded so well. (laughs) This is true. 
it's really hard to sit there and take it. Like whenever you're um when you're first like getting into degradation and stuff, it's really hard to sit there and take it. And to say thank you for stuff like that, if that's, like, your scene or whatever. Whenever I was first getting into that sort of thing, um, it was really hard for me to not take those things home. Mm-hmm. And that is okay when you're first starting out, because it's really hard to, like, train your brain to be like, okay, no. This is something I asked for, for sure. This is not, like, something that somebody's forcing on me. But, like... I need to remember that I am not these things. Right. This was consented to and that I am not these things. Right. Or I am, but in a good way. And a lot of times aftercare for scenes like that will require letting that person know that you didn't mean any of that, that they aren't really a piece of shit, that they aren't really, you know, blah, blah, blah. So. Yeah. That's very important. Mm -hmm. Also depends on the person as well. Right. Depending on what their needs are after the scene. Right. Some of the overlapping kinks that, uh, as we call them, the comorbid kinks, body worship, of course, that is worshiping someone's body. That can be a specific body part. That can be their whole body. That can even go into worshiping them as a person, like not just their body, but their personhood. Especially like when you're focusing on a specific body part or just in general, the person. And uh, using those words helps like emphasize the worship that you're doing. Absolutely. And, of course, there's service. Like I said, sometimes some tops will not thank people for their service, will not thank their service submissives, or tell them they're doing a good job. I am all for positive reinforcements with service submissives. However, I do have a different style than a lot of people who have service submissives, so there is that difference. But I think that that can be an overlapping kink. Um, I think that just thanking them for their service, telling them they're doing a good job, it it can make them want to continue even more. With littles, going back to that positive reinforcement, littles are, are acting as younger age. And when you are that younger age, receive a lot of praise and affirmation and positive reinforcement if you're in a healthy environment. And so age regressing or even just playing as a younger age and getting those praise, the, that praise, that affirmation can really be helpful and healing. It can also just be fun. Yeah, I would say the same thing goes for uh, pet play as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I mean, you're not necessarily getting into a little, well, some people do get into a little space in pet, but it just depends on the person. But hearing those praises helps solidify, helps emphasize the dynamic there between the handler and the, and the pet. Yeah, definitely. I also mentioned that brats and subs will oftentimes go through training, um, as will pets, as will all kinds of uh, bottom types. They will go through training, and positive reinforcement is really important for training. Again, there are going to be some top types that don't like to use positive reinforcement when they're training. I think that it is really important because, you know, with my psych degree, I learned that that's that's how you learn, you know. They have done studies finding that negative reinforcement, especially for young brains, is almost useless, like, compared to the amount of good that positive reinforcement can do towards shaping behavior, I should say. I would say negative reinforcement kind of, it may work, but it would induce a lot of trauma as well. Yeah. Negative reinforcement worked for me as a kid because I didn't want anyone to be disappointed in me ever, like, 
you could, as an adult, you could just look at me with a look of disappointment and I would stop what I was doing bad and run to the bathroom and cry. And it can cause a lot of trauma, especially for people pleasing people who all they want is for you to be happy with them. And if you're just putting them down for everything they're doing wrong and then not telling them what they're doing right, that's really difficult. That's true. Another overlapping kink is exhibitionism. Mm -hmm. Exhibitionism is basically liking to show off what you're doing, show off your body, show off your promiscuity, show off how much you can take in a scene, show off whatever, your your submission, how obedient you are, etc. And so with exhibitionism, I think that praise and affirmation is really helpful. I mean, it kind of drives that. That's what you want when you're an exhibitionist. You want people to like what they're seeing. Or be shocked by what they're seeing. Or, you know, something like that. So an affirmation for a masochist exhibitionist might be, oh my god. You know? Holy crap, did he really just do that? That is fun to hear. (laughs) That's so fun to hear at the dungeon. Like, oh my god, did they really just fucking hit them with a Lego flogger? Right? Exactly. Is that all blood? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Those are some great, like, alternative kind of unconventional praise and affirmation phrases. It's always nice to hear comments from the crowd at a dungeon or just in general, just because, like, it's, it's, it's part of the experience. It's hard to, it's hard to quantify, I guess. If you're into exhibitionism, it's fun. Yes. If you're not, then it seems oh, kind yeah. of, uh... Okay, so whenever I was first getting into the community, I was very much not into exhibitionism. I was very much like, you need to do things with me privately. I don't want to be seen, all of this stuff. But then, like, as I kind of got into it a little bit more, uh, this cool, badass person started blossoming from me that was like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fun. I want to hear somebody be like, oh my god, <laughs> in the middle of my scene. It's fun. Yeah. I was a lot the same way uh, when I first started. Like, my very first scene was just me and the person that was doing it in, like, nobody was in the basement, but I still wanted to go around the corner into the separate room where you couldn't, like, it was almost private. And, like, I just, for the longest time, I struggled with getting as naked as I needed to be, or as I was being requested to be for scenes. And Oh my god, that now <laughs> that now I I couldn't care less. Like if someone doesn't like what they're looking at, look the fuck away. Don't fucking look at it. Yeah. You don't I, like to look at it, don't fucking look at it. And what's great is that despite my size, despite how unattractive I might be in mainstream reality. The BDSM community, I can say probably at least half the people in a BDSM, in, in like a play party, are, are going to be liking what they're looking at. And that's different for me because I grew up with, you know, I'd be begging somebody to take me to prom, basically. Not literally, but, you know, like, yeah, it's different. And it's, it's really awesome for me. I really like it. I feel... A lot more confident after most play parties. Okay, so some of the misconceptions and dangers of the praise and affirmation kinks. And you wouldn't think that praise and affirmation kink, that's like, it's a verbal kink. It's Mm -hmm. like you're not doing anything physical. 
per se with this game. Like you can, of course, add it, add other things into the scene, but with just praise and affirmation kinks, you're not doing anything yeah, physically dangerous. However, yes. However, there is a danger of again trying to use praise and affirmation kinks, praise and affirmation scenes to replace the everyday appreciation you show your partners. And that can be really dangerous because it's like, you know, how long can you go on doing a thankless job, being a good service submissive, being a good whatever wife, being a good husband without thanks? Yeah. Like, I think that just thanking people every day is really important, so... I also think that it is a big misconception that only dominance can praise their submissive partners. Facts. Yes. So many people Facts. think that if a dominant allows a submissive to praise them, they are giving over their power. And that is absolutely not fucking true. Well, in our eyes, it's not true. If it's right. not your cup of tea, that's fine. But don't project your insecurities onto others. Right. We don't like that. It is definitely not impossible for a dominant to remain in a position of power and receive praise. Yes. Yes. In fact, I think it's really fun whenever um, I get to worship my dominant or or my dominant worships me. That is so fun. If you're into praise stuff. You should definitely try it out. Yes. Have your dominant worship you for a minute. It's very fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing is just like a tip, I guess. Avoid repetition because that can desensitize them to certain phrases. Now, I will say that like like our pet name, you call me sweetie. Mm -hmm. And that's like my pet name for you. That, I don't think, is something that upon repetition would lose its meaning. But like... I don't know, like, if you just say the same phrase over and over, the same three phrases over and over, yeah. it's, it can get a little stale. Yeah, and sometimes it's kind of hard to come up with different ones mm-hmm. to use. But, I mean, you can kind of sparse them in there, here and there. And... Yeah. We've actually got a list of examples at the end, and we're going to talk about them. And, uh, and I'm going to ASMR them into the mic. Along with that, I would say that being genuine in your praises and affirmations and compliments is absolutely imperative. If you are saying something empty or that you don't believe, you can tell. Yeah. You know? Agreed. You can tell. Another misconception is that submissives and slaves shouldn't be praised because they're doing what they're supposed to do. I understand that some people have dynamics like that. I think that's bullshit. I I don't care if I have a house slave who is, like, the lowest of the low in our dynamics and stuff like that. I'm still going to thank them for doing, especially above and beyond things, you know? And it just, it baffles me that some people, some people do like that dynamic, both from the bottom side and the top side. So, I'm not going to say it's wrong. It just... It baffles me because I I very much need praise and I very much give praise. Yeah, it, I mean I know like you said, there's people out there that who enjoy that and that's what they want. But um, for someone to say that 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 shouldn't happen at all, oh yeah, is that's that's a big red flag. And I 
I would be very cautious around that person. Definitely. Okay, another thing I wanted to talk about is beware of love bombing. Because there, of course, praise and affirmation can kind of sounds like love bombing. It can very much look like love bombing. But it's everything around it that's going to tell you whether or not they're love bombing you or it's a healthy relationship with a praise kink. Um, for example, if you end the praise scene and they don't continue appreciation, they don't treat you right, then they have a scene and you're back in love with them. And, you know, like, it can just be really dangerous and really icky. Um, that's very, love bombing is very much a manipulative technique. So, yeah. Yeah, I, that's kind of cringy. No. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah, well, I mean, love bombing by its nature is a manipulative technique used to get you invested in a relationship, basically, before you feel like you can back out. So they will make the first, say, three months of the relationship perfect and wonderful, and they love you so much, and blah, 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 and then all of a sudden, they flip, you know, and then as soon as you're ready to leave, they love bomb you again. I, I didn't know that. And again, BDSM is not therapy. It can help with confidence and esteem issues, but it is not a replacement for working with a therapist on these issues. It is not a replacement for working through your trauma. So how do you do praise and affirmation kinks? Again, always be genuine and make sure you personalize your compliments because you don't want to tell someone that you love their hair and they don't give a fuck about their hair. Like you said, you need to negotiate. Some people will not like certain things being pointed out. Some people, it, it'll be neutral and they just won't care. And some people will have certain things that they really need some praise on. Uh -huh. so. Yeah. It's always nice to use praise during a scene as well. Um, for doing well or taking that hit extra well or just doing things, doing well in the scene. Yeah, if you're doing impact specifically mm -hmm. and, you know... Of course, everything should be consensual. Everyone should be agreeing to it. But if if your bottom is getting close to the edge of what they can take and you tell them, oh my God, you're such a good girl. You're taking that so well. I'm so proud of you. They're, they're probably going to have a little bit more leeway left after that statement than they would have without it. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Um. Another way to use it is that a submissive must repeat an affirmation with each swing of an impact implement. So say, this this is one of my favorite ideas. Say someone, okay, say you put yourself down. You, you put down the fact that you have weird nipples, as you say. And so now every time I hit you for this scene, I want you to say, my nipples are beautiful! <laughs> And if you do that scene, we please film it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, that's that was silly, but it's I know what they're doing <laughs> after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, another way that you could use it is to hold your submissive down and shower them with compliments and praise, especially if this makes them squirm. Very funny. Or have your bodyguard hold them down while you shower them with compliments and praise. <laughs> there could be also a protocol for submissives to thank the dominant after, like, if the dominant praises the submissive, the submissive would then have to thank the dominant um, and or repeat the affirmation. So, like, if I told you, you have beautiful nipples, you said, thank you, mixtress, I have beautiful nipples. 
And that could be like a protocol thing. I also really like the idea of like, um, and this is kind of a vanilla idea, but like kissing or spanking or biting each little body part and saying something good about it. Yes, I think I like that's that. cute. And lastly, as an idea, um, you can do like affirmation writing or repetition for submissives. So especially if they say something negative about themselves, they would have to write 50 times, I have beautiful nipples. Or every morning in the mirror, they have to stare at their nipples and talk about how beautiful they are. Stuff like that. So yeah. I actually have a dungeon story on that. Oh, God. So whenever it was my birthday, like, I, th- I can't remember what year it was. It was like 2021 or something. Roscoe, my beautiful chef, had the greatest idea ever of he was going to walk me around the dungeon and we had negotiated this prior, obviously, um, before we even got to the dungeon so that we could, like, do it the entire time. And um, so he wanted to lead me around on my leash and with my collar and uh, go up to people that we know and ask them to write something on my body that was positive for my birthday or something that was funny but negative, which was uh, somebody wrote on my chest, go be bad. Nice. Because <laughs> my dynamic with my chef is more like bratty, and uh, he loves it whenever I run away from him at the dungeon. Nice. I'll like unclip my collar or like I won't take off my collar, but I'll take off my leash or something. And I'll like run upstairs and like have him come find me. And so like that's the nature of our dynamic. So a lot of people wrote like go be a bad puppy or um be bad, do good things or something like that. Um and that was like probably one of the most fun scenes I've ever done. That's awesome. Nice. It was like, like a full night long scene. Mm-hmm. I have seen a lot of scenes like that. Or I, I'd say a few. I've probably seen a handful in person over my time in the community. But yeah, like either it'll be really positive things they want written or it could be like a degradation scene too and do mm-hmm. dirty things. Yeah, I feel like writing on the body is another good way to do like praise or even degradation because... And it's not verbal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you're writing on them. I think it probably would be better if they have a mirror so mm-hmm. they can actually see like what's written on them. Because they're, I mean, depending on where you're writing, they may not be able to see it. But well, that's yeah, the I full point of our scene was that I had to go look at the mirror afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to like walk around and have people write things on you. It's a fully different thing whenever your dominant is standing behind you in the mirror being like, oh, did you see this one? Did you see this one? Oh, look at this one. Nice. Yeah. Or what you could do is you could do that scene. And then after each one, like you go look in the mirror and then you have to say them from the beginning. Each one. Every time you get a new one, you have to go through and say them all. Oof. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that one. You can't do that to people with brain fog, bruh. That's true. Oh. I can't remember them all. That's true. That's true. It's, a right it's not that I'm dumb. <laughs> it's not that I'm dumb. I just forget, okay? No, I'm dumb. It's fine. You're a thembo. I am a thembo. So... This is a huge list. What is this, like a page and a half? Just under a page. Okay. So we have 
good girl, good boy, good pet. We have just good job. Good job. We also have I adore your insert body part here, and I'm just going to go ahead and say I adore your belly button. Mm. Nice. <laughs> what a perfect pout slash smile slash body part slash etc. You could even do this. I, I was just thinking you could even do this something like uh, if they're in slave positions, mm-hmm. you know, oh, what a perfect, I don't know slave positions well, but. Well, honestly, it depends on who your sir, master, mistress, mistress, dom, whatever the fuck. Yeah. It really depends on that. Um, I know they have most some of the that time, are like named. Yeah, that's a lot of, like, Gregorian stuff. My favorite thing from a scene that I've done previously was somebody complimented me on the way that I was kneeling. Uh They had me kneel a specific way that they like. Uh Obviously, I'm compliant. (laughs) So it was, like, my fingers spread on my knees. Uh And so they, like, came behind me and they were like... Oh, the way that your fingers are spread so nicely across your thighs. So beautiful. Mm -hmm. Exactly. This is how I dom. Just a little chuckle at the end. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't stop thinking about your ass or other body part or other thing. You know just what I need. I can't do these without laughing. This is why I didn't want to do them all. <laughs> um, Just what I needed. Oh, wait. The next one is your favorite compliment to give me. You make my coffee just right. I know I do. There's always a special boy slash girl. Or pet. Or pet. Pet's one of my favorite ones. Or I'm proud of you. Now, this is one that I I am not able to really use much, but you listen so well. <laughs> do you know who your partners are? I do. Um, I think I listen pretty well when I want to. Um, Thank you for that qualifier there. Sir, do you listen? I try to. You a good listener? I have a... He thinks he <laughs> listens, and then he forgets. I, I forget a lot of things. That is fair. I do I listen. Too. But sometimes it's I have selective hearing. <laughs> I would say that I am better at listening now than I was at the beginning of our dynamic. I, I don't think you ever intentionally don't listen. I think both of you just have really bad ADHD. No, I intentionally don't listen. I'm just going to okay. be honest about it. I do be doing that. I'm kind of an asshole. Not to me, though. I don't think you've, I don't think you've ever done that to me yet. Yeah. No, not to you, to Wrecker, before. Yeah. Sorry. I've, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, um, sir. There's also... I'm going to show you off to everyone. Everyone's going to see your tight little ass and Little, little <gasps> tiny shorts. Oh my gosh, I'm wearing yeah. tiny shorts right now. Well, I should have been looking this way. I'm sorry. Look at my little tiny shorts. 
Yes, yeah, oh, show nice. it off to everyone. Oh my god, shut up. <laughs> That's it. That's a good little pet. That's a good one. <laughs> and if you bought him a bracelet and they're wearing your the bracelet you bought them that day. I love seeing you wear the bracelet I bought for you. I just thought it'd be so perfect on you. And look at that, you know? Or I love seeing you wear my shirt. Yeah. Alan likes to wear my shirt. You have no idea what you're doing to me. Tone is very important. <laughs> I don't feel like I've said that yet. I know tone, I'm autistic, but... Tone is very important. But I indicated that one. If your autistic sub can tell that you're not being genuine, there's a fucking problem. <laughs> yeah. Totally I probably right. shouldn't put that out there because you're it's it's you specifically. If you specifically can tell that his tone is like what the fuck. I mean that's fair. Yeah. You could put that out there if you wanted to. I'm not gonna <laughs> say no. I mean I can say it like normal. You have no idea what you're doing to me. Oh my god. <laughs> the See? It's the tone. <laughs> Versus you have no idea what you're doing to me. Yeah, that first one. I wanted to punch you in the dick. The second one, I wanted to suck your dick. Nice. Different. Different. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Take it for me. I know you can. Take it like a good little slut. Sissy. Oh. I feel like we're in public. <laughs> I was going to say, That's it. Take it for me. No, you can. But good pet. Yeah. That's so mommy's good pet. Can we be done with the examples now? I regret writing so many. Okay. Okay. Do we have any final thoughts on praise and affirmation? Did we get any questions? We did not. I thought I you don't said, think should I we get up... naked? Oh. I mean. We're recording right you know, it might give us some good views. All right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you say so. Okay. Daddy. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to leave us out with a daddy joke? I guess. I, I can do that. So, fun fact. The Mortal Kombat theme was actually inspired by an old European song of praise. It was a Finnish hymn.